Hi, Sue. We're doing very well here. How about you? Hope everybody's having a great weekend. A little bit of rain we needed. Desperately. The rest of the world's caught in a heat wave. Drought. We're swimming in it up here. I love it. Hi, Carrie. Would wager Allen's not too far away. All right, yeah, exactly. Back to work tomorrow. Enjoy it while you can. <laughs> lock us all down again. Get vaccinated or you can't go to work anymore. Hi, Greg. Glad you're here, brother. Hi, Daniel. Rodney. Good article, Rodney. I'm actually going to read some of that tonight. Looks like a real good article. At least touch on it. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Sue. <laughs> Fuck, that is right. There could be a lot of places without employees. They start trying to implement that shit, I dare say. Hopefully the colleges will be empty as well. They'll stop spitting out socialist pansy asses. Oh, it's coffee, baby. Trying to figure out how to hook an IV up with coffee in it, but it gets cold too fast. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Infidel Coffee Hour Live, episode 112. Because we started over, it'd actually be more like 230 or something like that, but I mean, who's counting? Thanks to them, they erased my pages and took with it. Hey, Ryan, glad you're here. See, I knew Alan was close by. Check over into YouTube world, see what we got over there. Indeed. I think a lot of people are migrating over to Facebook, which is fine. Wherever anybody has the easiest time getting on here, that's fantastic. Glad you're all here. Got a lot of stuff to cover tonight. Man, everybody's been sharing so much information with me. It's just coming at you like monkey shit in a zoo. It's a funny thing. I was on Facebook, um, and I actually tried to have, imagine this. I actually tried to have an intelligent conversation with a liberal progressive, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to give it a gun-ho try. I'm not going to do any name-calling. I'm not going to make any accusations. I'm just going to kind of share some information and try and engage on an intelligent, intellectual level. And after about 25 minutes of an exercise in futility, 
I finally just gave up. And so, as you guys can see, I just keep putting these uh, memes on my Facebook page. It's amazing they even find this shit. There's no talking to these people, folks, and I know most of us knew that, and I'm just exhausting all opportunity, I guess. I'm an optimist, but I'm a realist. There is no talking to these people, folks. Your best bet is to just walk up and punch them in the throat because there's no middle ground with these people. They are literally deranged. They only know one language, and that is to hurl all the shit at you they possibly can. Like I said, like monkeys flinging shit in a zoo. Brother Eric, glad you're here, brother. Have the four hanging above a boiling pot of water. <laughs> yeah, good one. Hi, Marilyn. Michael Stewart, I'm glad you're all there. Sister Kathy, hi, sweetheart. I love you guys, all of you. Glad you're here. See if I missed anybody sneaking in my back door here. All right, looks like we got everyone. Fantastic. Debbie over here in YouTube land. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Lori. Glad you guys are here. Love you, ladies. Always appreciate you showing up. Like I said, uh, it, it's just an absolute exercise in futility to try and even... It, it is a mental derangement, and it's only going to get worse, folks. This divide it is just unfathomable. There is zero communication, zero listening. When he would engage, I would listen. I would try and respond intelligently to whatever his remarks were, and it just came back with slanderous name-calling and... and accusations, umbrella-type accusations that all whites are racist and we're all bigots and homophobes and we all suck Donald Trump's dick and, you know, just vile shit. There's no talking to these people, literally, like I put on my Facebook. Uh, talking to these people, trying to make sense is like trying to convince a retard not to smear his name and shit on the wall. It just it doesn't absorb with these people. And so be it. I rightly don't give a shit. I got all the friends I need. It's not like I need to add to the roster um, these people are just beyond help and beyond hope and so be it it's funny i put this <laughs> just a short little post on my facebook page that said uh, that i'll give free rides to all democrats who want to go get vaccinated well you facebook pops in this thing so that i can advertise that because they're taking it as an act of kindness like i'm actually going to give people rides to get covid shots so they want to help me spread that message out so that I can give people free rights to get COVID vaccinations. but So we have an opportunity there to use their own tools against them and actually insult more idiots that are willing to go out and, of course, take that poisonous serum into their body. Unbelievable. Lots of things happening. USDA uh, statement on confirmation of African swine fever in the Dominican Republic. They say it's made it as far as the U.S., um, this is not good, folks. This is starting to spread. We're already having some desperate food shortages. And if you notice, if you pay attention, you go into these grocery stores, I see a lot of them have been what they claim to be uh, remodeling and, and cleaning things up. But the fact of the matter is they're putting more space between the aisles because they are running out of things to put on the shelves. They don't want it to look empty, so they just spread the shelves out, fewer shelves, and they can look fully stocked. And this is only going to get worse. I keep saying this. I, I pray that everybody is listening to me. But there are so many things coming at us, folks. Um, I don't know how many of you have ever heard. You know, I talk about the end of days. And I, I, I talk about this loosely. I'm not a doomsday predictor. Um, I just look at what's going on in the world. And don't quote me on this. It's not verbatim. 
But the Bible says something along the lines of, uh, why is it you can look at the sky and see that it is red and know that it will surely rain, but yet you cannot tell the times in which you live? Um, you know, that, that these people that talk about the pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib rapture, you know, they talk about this stuff. And they say, oh, no man knows what day or what time or what hour. And that's true. Nobody does know the exact day or time. But he told us that look up because I am standing at the door. You must be awake. Do not be asleep. It says it over and over again throughout the entire New Testament. To be awake, be alert, look up and look around because your Savior is coming. At some point, he is going to return. Now, whether that's in my lifetime whether that's in my children's lifetime, the fact of the matter is the churches are dying, and rightfully so. Their message is weak and apathetic. It's kind of like I said before, going to a restaurant. If you leave hungry all the time, why would you continue to go back? And that's exactly what's happening with the churches today. They're becoming aged. They've lost their message. They've lost their calling. And it no longer has a positive effect on people's lives. The Holy Spirit is meant to convict us of our sins. For all of sin to fall short of the glory of God. That's a fact. So, I look at things like this. I do a lot of reading. I don't know how many of you have ever heard of the predictions, the Petrus Romanus. But it comes from St. Malachi. And this was written clear back in like the uh, 11th century, like uh, the year 1057 or something like that. Um, and it may tell us here as I go through this. But basically what it was, the prophecy of the popes is what it was called. And I'm not going to read these Latin words. It's like, I, I can't even pronounce these things, uh, nor am I going to pretend like I can. But it's a series of 112 short cryptic phrases in Latin which uh, purport to predict the Roman Catholic popes, along with a few anti-popes, beginning with Celestine II. It was first published, here we are, in 1595 by Benedictine monk Arnold Wyon. Uh, who attributed the prophecy to St. Malachi and 12th century Archbishop of Armagh. Uh, given the accurate description of popes up to around 1590, and they say there's a lack of accuracy, and perhaps there is. And like I said, I just point this stuff out, folks, because I think uh, that all things carry at least, if nothing else, a partial truth. And so we look at all of these things. I try not to read too much stuff and get too far away from um, biblical doctrine. But the alleged prof, uh, prophecy was first published in 1595 by Benedictine named Arnold Wyon. Uh, and I'm not going to read some of the, like I said, some of the shit's in Latin. I'm not even going to pretend I can read that crap. But anyway, he attributed it to St. Malachi in the 12th century. Um, according to an account put forward in 1871, uh, Malachi was summoned to Rome in 1139 by Pope Innocent II to receive two wool pilliums for the uh, metropolitan uh, sees of Armagh and Cashel. While in Rome, Malachi purportedly experienced a vision of future popes, which he recorded as a sequence of cryptic phrases. And you should read this, folks. It's really interesting. The, this manuscript was then allegedly deposited in the Vatican's secret archives and forgotten until it, uh, its rediscovery in 1590, supposedly just in time for a papal uh, conclave occurring at the time. Several historians have concluded that the prophecy is a late 16th century forgery, um, but there are many, many others who say this is in no way, shape, or form a for forgery. Um, and they're always trying, it, it's funny how they're always trying to disprove this stuff. I believe in visions, folks. Um, I don't know if you, uh, I shared a video, and it talked about, and this is a 12-year-old video, meaning it was published on YouTube, 
12 years ago. And if you haven't seen that, go back through my page on Facebook and find this. But it was a young lady. You could tell she was young by the sound of her voice. But she had a dream, and it, it was greatly disturbing to her. And, and this was way before any of this vaccination shit became mainstream. But she talked at great length about this dream that she had that talked about vaccinations being forced on the people. And in her dream, they were forced to flee. Now this was, And she said these weren't medical professionals. These were military personnel going house to house. And people were fleeing from their homes and running into the forest to evade these individuals that were forcing these vaccinations on people. And again, this was 12 years ago she published this on YouTube. Um, it's quite frightening when you think about it, but I do believe in visions. I don't know if you remember back live feeds ago, I talked about a dream that I had had. And it, it, I don't have dreams. I, I, I don't think I remember two or three dreams in my entire life. But I had a dream back several years ago, and, and it, was, uh, it was the most realistic thing I've ever experienced other than reality itself. And I was inside this tent in the middle of a field surrounded by forest. And I had shared this on one of my live feeds, like I said, right after I had had it. And I was surrounded by people, none of which that I knew, at least at the beginning of the dream. And the wind began to blow really hard, and it was flapping the sides of the tent. And so I walked outside, and I looked around, and there were just hundreds of people standing in this field looking up. And, and all of a sudden, you could hear this music, uh, and I, I can't even describe it. I don't remember audibly what this music even sounded like. But everybody was looking up, and uh, my ma, I looked over, and it was my mom with me, standing in the middle of this field. And we both looked up, and you could see Jesus Christ coming with thousands and thousands of angels in the clouds. Like I said, this was the most incredible thing I'd ever experienced. And I looked at my mom and I said, and I was crying in the dream, and I looked at her and I said, see, I told you he was coming. And that was the end of the dream. But it was just extremely powerful, and it really affected me for quite a long time. But anyway, when we look at these things like the Petrus Romanus, and this man predicted all of the popes with incredible accuracy right up to the last pope, the 112th pope, which is the pope that we have today, saying that this will be the absolute last Pope of the Roman Catholic Church. And so, like I said, if you've never read the prophecy of the Popes or the Petrus Romanus, read it. It is very interesting. And I'm, I'm looking at Wikipedia, which is very anti-Christian, uh, anti-right-wing conservative. They always like to put their little anti-Christian twist on everything as though all of it's uh, up for debunking. So anyway, I thought I'd just point that out. Like I said, we need to be aware End Times Watchers taking another look at Malachi's prophecy of the last pope as Pope Francis continues to radically change the Catholic Church. Now remember I talked to you, I believe it was last live feed, about this combination of, of Christianity, which is, Catholicism is not Christianity, folks. And again, I would love to sit down with anybody that follows the Catholic doctrine, please. I would love that opportunity to witness to you about this, but there are many, many reasons why the Catholic Church and Catholicism is desperately, desperately flawed. Uh, so anyway, they're combining Catholicism, which they're calling Christianity, and Islam, and they're calling it Chrislam, and they have actually built buildings. They, they, this is a real entity, folks, of creating this one world religion, okay, waiting for whoever this is, the Antichrist, to come on stage, and this is who they are going to embrace. 
and indoors. So the end time watchers, uh, in 1139, the Archbishop Malachi, which I had mentioned to Rome from Ireland to give an account of his affairs, while there he received a strange vision about the future that included the name of every pope, 112 in all from his time, who would rule until the end of time. We are now at the last prophecy. Malachi has stated there would be only one more pope after Benedict, and during his reign comes the end of the world. Now remember, this was written back in, what, what did I say, 1190, 1195? So Francis could be the last. The prediction is uh, in full is that in the final persecution of the Holy, Holy Roman Catholic, uh, Catholic Church, there will reign Peter the Roman, who will feed his flock amid many tribulations, after which the seven-hilled city will be destroyed and the dreadful judge will judge the people. The end. That is what it said in this. From time to time, interest in the long-ago-made prophecy of the end times by Roman Catholic Archbishop Malachi will flare up again. Again, like I said, there have been many people, folks, coming along saying, oh, it's the end of the world, it's the end of the world. There is no date, okay? We don't know when it is going to be. I absolutely agree with that. We have many prophecies that still have to take place, one of which we need a global leader to come on stage in the midst of a catastrophe, okay, and bring peace and harmony to a world that's an absolute uh, collapse, which we're nearing that right now. As we look as they continue to implement all of these COVID-19 restrictions and mandates, things are only going to get worse. Um, I've said this before, the United States produces nothing. So as they continue to lock down these countries abroad, those things we import from these countries are going to become more scarce and more scarce. Uh, and this is going to lead to massive food shortages. I continue to beat that drum. I hope and pray that you are listening to me. Uh, among many other things that are going to make life extremely difficult. And these are just warnings, folks. That's all it is. So I beat that drum enough. Gender ideology has run amok, folks. Um, in 2007, America had one pediatric gender clinic in existence. Today, there are hundreds. Uh, testosterone is readily available to adolescents from places like Planned Parenthood and Kaiser, which is Kaiser Permanente, a huge uh, firm out of California. Uh, often on the first visit, they're willing to give these testosterone injections or whatever type they give it to them without even a therapist's note. And so you have to wonder, folks, how do we get to this point? How is it that we are all supposed to pretend that the only way you can know I'm a woman as if you tell you uh, if somebody tells you their pronouns. You know, so how do we get to an America in which a 13-year-old in the state of Washington can begin gender affirming therapy without her parents' consent? How do we get to an America in which a 15-year-old in Oregon can undergo top surgery, elective double mastectomy without her parents' permission? And what the hell can we even do about it? So to understand how we got to this point, it's useful to begin by considering gender dysphoria. And I've talked about this before. Matter of fact, this is one of the reasons they tried to recall me. This is what caused the big stink back when I was village president of this village, is that I shared a Johns Hopkins University article stating that they had determined that gender dysphoria and, and uh, this transgenderism and all of these other things that go along with it is a mental illness. No, I'm not a medical professional, so I'm just sharing the information that's shared with me. I have my own personal opinions on it. I'm sure many of you know exactly what those are. I have nothing against homosexuals. I have nothing against anybody who wants to participate in that. I do, however, have a problem with people that want to shove it down the throats 
of heterosexuals and individuals that want nothing to do with this. It's just another attack on Christianity and the church and individuals that follow their religion of choice. Okay, and it's funny how the Muslims despise homosexuality too, but you don't see them going after the Muslims over this. They're just going after Christianity. Okay, they're trying to do away with the Bible, trying to make it a hate crime to even preach what's in the Bible. And so this is where we're at, folks. But gender dysphoria is absolutely real, but it is so exceedingly rare. It afflicts about 0.01% of the population, most of whom are male. For nearly 100 years of diagnostic history, gender dysphoria typically began in early childhood between the ages of 2 and 4, and usually involved a boy who insisted that he was not a boy but a girl. Okay, Children afflicted are insistent, consistent, and persistent in the feeling that they are in the wrong body. It is by all accounts excruciating by, by what they've shared with these individuals that are trying to medically help them. Okay, And many of these have talked to many transgender adults, most of them biological males, who describe the relentless chafe of a body that feels all wrong to them. Okay. So it is, folks, just as Johns Hopkins University said, this is a mental illness. Okay, Now, I know there's things that happen in the world, and I know there are people that are definitely born that probably got their hormones and all that shit mixed up. Again, I'm not a medical professional. I don't understand it. I do know, however, that there is a new movement, a militant movement, sweeping the world, sweeping this nation for sure, with all of these uh, cross-dressers wanting to do lap dances for three or four and five-year-olds in the libraries and schools, it's just pathetic. But historically, this has been the classic presentation of gender dysphoria. When these children were left alone, when no one intervened medically or encouraged uh, what we today call social transitioning, over 70% of them naturally outgrew their gender dysphoria. Most of those who outgrew it became gay men, okay, so whatever. Those who did not outgrow it became what used to be known as transsexuals. But now we've got, what, 72, 78? I don't know. Maybe it's unlimited pronouns to use for these people. They didn't believe they were women, but they felt most comfortable presenting themselves as females. So don't tell me that's not a mental illness of some degree, okay? I mean, we have pedophiles out there. Is that not a mental illness? Okay, you got people that, what, bestiality. Is that not a mental illness? Today, however, we don't leave these children alone. Instead, the moment children seem not to be perfectly feminine or perfectly masculine, we label them as trans kids. Teachers encourage them to reintroduce themselves to their class with their new names and new pronouns. So we take them to therapists or doctors, nearly all of whom practice so-called affirmative care, meaning they think it's their job to affirm the diagnosis of gender dysphoria and help the children medically transition at early, early ages. The typical first step in treatment administered to these kids is puberty blockers, which shut down the part of the uh, pituitary gland that directs the release of hormones catalyzing puberty. The most common of these drugs is Lupron, whose original purpose was the chemical castration of sex offenders. To this day, the FDA has never approved this drug for halting healthy puberty, but yet it's used widely around the world. So one has to wonder why a parent or doctor would take measures to stop a child's puberty, given that even a child with genuine gender dysphoria would most likely outgrow that condition if they just left them alone. Some argue that it is traumatizing to let children go through the puberty of the sex to which they do not wish to belong. But in many cases, puberty seems to have helped children overcome gender dysphoria. 
The truth is that there is no satisfying answer given that scientists have no way of predicting which children will outgrow the dysphoria on their own and which won't. So what we see today, folks, is just a world, and if you look at the ten planks of communism and the communist manifesto and look what they wanted to do, they wanted to inject perversion into all facets of communication. Television, uh, reading materials, the, the internet is just riddled with it. And so they're permeating this world in this, in this garbage of perversion and hoping that I had a saying way back when they can't reproduce, so they recruit. And that's exactly what's happening, folks. They're recruiting. It's almost become uh, like a, a, a clothing accessory or something to call yourself a, a pronoun of whatever choice. I don't even know what the pronouns are. Some of them are just freaking crazy. Um, I should pull up a list of all the different freaking gender titles and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna type that in I mean this is just list of gender pronouns I'm sure there's a list on there gender pronouns by the uh, LGBT uh, resource okay here's a pronouns guide let's see if this is and I'm not doing this to insult anybody folks I'm just doing this to okay no and that was not very yeah, let me find a different one. This one's only got a few on there, and I know they've got them with, uh, let's see, pronoun diversity and inclusion, academic, gender pronouns. Let's see if this one gives us something a little bit more. Okay, here we go. So what is a gender pronoun? Yeah, we know what that is. He, him, his, masculine pronouns, she, her, hers, okay, that look like it are not limited to. Okay, they, them, theirs. Okay, those are neutral pronouns. Z, zer, zers neutral pronouns, whatever that means, Z, her, hers, spelled H-I-R, H-I-R-S, she, he, hers, they, them, theirs, Z, her, uh, yeah, and, and it just goes on and on, and there's like, I, I, it's just an unlimited list of these things, and where did they even come up with this shit? I mean, who invented this list? But look what it's doing to society, folks, and look what it's doing to our public schools. They're more concerned about reinforcing and embracing your, your child who may have run amok. And again, I'm not judging anybody here, folks. I'm not condemning anybody. I'm not damning anybody. I'm saying this is a massive, massive problem that has infected all facets of our society. And it's going to become more and more invasive in our day-to-day -day lives as this continues down that freaking rabbit hole. Look at Canada. If you use the wrong pronoun, there's like thousands of dollars in fines and you can go to jail for a long period of time because they consider it a hate crime to refuse to use somebody's preferred pronoun. This is just absolute lunacy. And trust me, if it's in Canada, it'll find its way here sooner or later. So these are just a couple of the battles we face, folks. So we've been talking about the COVID, and again, I'm not a medical professional, okay? I'm not in the inside looking out. I'm on the outside looking in, okay? So all I have is information that's fed to me, and I look around at the world I'm living in. I had a conversation uh, with an individual, good brother. He's typically, him and his uh, wife are on the live feed, typically. Um, but he had a uh, health crisis, if we could call it that, and wound up in the hospital, um, but as he was in there, and he, he talks to people just the same as I do, as he's in there, he finds out that a lot of these people really don't. And I had the same experience when I was in getting x-rays not very long ago, a week or two ago. 
And most of these medical professionals have not been vaccinated, nor do they ever plan to get vaccinated. Some have indicated to me personally that if it comes to that, that they will quit their jobs. This individual wound up over in Munson Medical uh, Health Facility in Traverse City and was talking to one of his nurses who had evidently been there for a, a fair period of time and had been gainfully employed throughout the entire COVID pandemic that supposedly swept across America. And this nurse indicated to him that never at any given time throughout this so-called pandemic was there ever more than four people in that medical facility, ever, throughout the entire thing, at its worst, at its peak, okay, because we're supposed to be a hotbed over here. But never at all had there been more than four people at one time because she had worked in that area of the hospital throughout the entire experience. So these are just some of the things, like I said, when I'd say look around at the world around you, talk to people. If you go to the doctors, talk to these people. Find out where their heads are at. Okay? So we know that they're wanting to inflict a vaccination mandate, making it mandatory for all individuals in this country. They did it in Israel. They've done it in other countries. I believe Australia is another one they're trying to implement it in. There are numerous countries around the world that are implementing a mandatory vaccination proclamation, okay? You will be vaccinated. That's what they say. Or you will not participate in commerce of any kind. You will not go to school. You will not go to college. You will not go to your job. You will not use public transit. You would not be able to use any type of public housing. Uh, whatever that is. Um, and so in order for them to get this national mandate to make it mandatory that all people must be vaccinated, what they have to do is get FDA approval. Okay. Now, looking at how crooked and corrupt government is, the FDA, the USDA, and the rest of these alphabet organizations, these subsidiary government entities that are nothing but corrupt bastions of shit, okay, so this is what it says. Biden says full FDA approval of a COVID-19 vaccine could come as early as the end of August. That's right, folks, the end of August. They could have FDA approval of the COVID-19 vaccine. I don't think that's a very hard stretch. I think it's probably extremely likely that this is going to happen. This article comes from CNN, okay, Communist News Network. So take these numbers and statistics with a grain of salt, okay? Again, I don't know. I'm getting information absolutely to the contrary of anything CNN has to regurgitate, but let's just roll with this. Today, more than 339 million doses of COVID-19 vaccine have been administered to give people protection from the coronavirus. Several studies show that the three vaccines authorized for emergency use in the United States, yeah, emergency use, folks, meaning they have not been FDA approved. They are experimental. Nobody is liable for side effects that occur from these vaccines. We all know this. I'm preaching to the choir. But anyway, authorized for emergency use in the United States work and uh, are safe. Okay, that's what it says. And the government continues to give them out at schools and at ball fields. And yet not one has been formally approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. By all accounts, the approval process for the vaccines is moving faster than it ever has before. Hmm, that's a surprise. However, the FDA has yet to disclose a timeline for when it works, uh, when its work will be complete and data is still being reviewed. On Wednesday, President Joe Biden told CNN's Don Lemon, another lemming is what they should call him, Don Lemming, what a piece of shit, during a CNN town hall that he expects COVID-19 vaccines could get full approval quickly. Yeah, you can bank on they're going to get full approval quickly, okay? They have a nation to collapse. They have a globe to collapse. 
So I assure you, they're going to get this FDA approval, even in light of all of the side effects and deaths that have occurred from this. And again, just to mention as I'm going through this COVID stuff that my last video is still up, which is absolutely mind-boggling. Okay, that video, that, that particular YouTube video has a thousand times more derogatory information in it, okay, pertaining to the uh, vaccination than the previous ones that they took down and banned me for two weeks. I cannot believe it is still up. So whatever that is, maybe it's God's divine intervention, whatever it is, I don't know. But anyway, but they're not promising me any specific date is what they say, but uh, expectations talking to a group of scientists that they had put together plus others in the field, is that sometime, maybe in the beginning of the school year, at the end of August, beginning September, October, they'll get a final approval, Biden said. At least that's what the, yeah, Biden said. What it should say is that's what Biden read, okay, because we know that Sniffy Joe Squishy Pants, the pedophile, can't have a freaking individual thought. Vaccine maker Pfizer appears to be the furthest along in the process. In July, the company announced that the FDA granted its vaccine a priority review, so that sets the regulatory clock for six months, meaning technically the company should know if it has approval in January. A standard review is 10 months. This is going to be fast-tracked. Trust me on this, folks. The acting commissioner of the FDA, uh, Dr. Janet Woodcock, has said the FDA intends to complete the review in advance of its January deadline. Yeah, no surprise. So we all know that's not going to take that long. So anyway, because the FDA has already reviewed the manufacturing materials and has been reviewing clinical data all along, uh, they don't expect it to go a full six-month priority review clock, okay? Yeah. So Moderna's timeline, basically about the same as it shares new data with the agency, all the numbers of which we know for sure are being skewed, much like the infection rates, much like the hiding of the death rates and the adverse reaction rates. We can't get an honest answer from frickin' anybody. House Republicans now, okay, Nancy frickin' Pelosi, what a skank, man. That is a skank. That is the epitome of a skank. Somebody that could be that wealthy, live in California, act as though she's representing those people, and then you watch the video of the homelessness, poverty, that looks exactly, you could be anywhere in the world in a third world country, and you wouldn't know the difference between that and most of your major cities in California. They are an absolute collapse. People shitting in the streets, hypodermic needles, tent cities for miles in all major cities cities throughout California, and I'm sure it's moving into other areas as well. But one day after the Capitol attending physician Dr. Brian Monahan reinstated a mask mandate in the House of Representatives, many House Republicans purposefully defied the rules by appearing on the floor maskless. Okay, this is the latest sign of the deep divide and tension between the Republicans and Democrats, okay, which are both two sides of a counterfeit coin, folks. The Republicans have done too little too late. This ship is sinking, okay? That's all there is to it. They're not going to stop it. And the divide, when you, a house divided cannot stand, okay? We have such a great divide between the Republicans and Democrats. There is never going to be anything happening where anybody works as a team in our government again. And our government, our way of government is, if not already, is going to collapse. So this is just another point that is going to create division and dissension, Um over some more bullshit COVID-19 crap. Eight Michigan colleges are now mandating COVID-19 vaccination before 
the start of fall classes. If you're a student heading to a college or university campus in Michigan this fall, you will need a COVID-19 vaccine at a handful of schools. In some cases, full vaccination is needed before arriving on campus. In others, one is required for those staying in on-campus housing. Nearly all Michigan colleges and universities are pushing the vaccine. Public universities are encouraging students to get vaccinated with a message that more or less reads like this. A COVID-19 vaccine is strongly encouraged and the university will follow different protocols for those who are vaccinated and those who are not to help ensure the safety of all members of the university community. This falls in line with the White House's COVID-19 college vaccine challenge, yeah, in which all 15 Michigan public universities are participating in to engage those in their college communities to get their shots. Smaller colleges such as Madonna, University in Livonia, Hope College in Holland, and Alma College sharing the same message as their larger public university peers. But for eight Michigan universities, the message has gone one step further toward a vaccine mandate. So here are the schools that are are doing it. University of Michigan, students, faculty, and staff on all three UM campuses. Ann Arbor, Flint, and Dearborn are required to be vaccinated against COVID-19 and must submit proof of full or partial vaccination by August 30th. University officials said on Friday, July 30th. Those who do not want to get vaccinated for medical or religious reasons must apply for an exemption by August 30th. Officials say at least they're giving that caveat. Noting the exemption process is still being developed and will be announced by August 4th. Okay. Michigan State University, same thing. Michigan State University students returning to campus this fall are required to be vaccinated against COVID-19 and wear masks indoors at all campus buildings. According to a July 30th announcement, the mask requirement goes into effect August 1st. Yeah, that's today. The requirement to be fully vaccinated, which includes limited exemptions for medical or religious reasons, goes into effect August 31st. Those who are exempt are required to take part in an early detection program that requires weekly testing. I've shared my thoughts on the test. I would not even get the test. I do not know why. I'll say it again. This has been a farce from the freaking beginning. It is still a farce. Every facet of this is a fucking lie. So keep your eye on the ball, folks, because this shit, uh, we know what their end game is. Uh, Albion College, Uh, Students, faculty, and staff must be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 before returning for the fall semester, college officials announced in May. Students and staff must present proof of vaccination by Sunday, August 1st. All three vaccines, Moderna, Pfizer, and Johnson & Johnson's, are being accepted with medical and religious exemptions being honored. I don't know what it takes for those. I should have looked that up, but I didn't. Kalamazoo College participating, same exact thing. Oakland University in Rochester Hills, they announced that in April that students living on campus must be vaccinated against the COVID-19. Wayne State University in Detroit is implementing a targeted mandate for students living in university housing for the fall of 2021 semester. Yep, with only a few weeks to finish vaccination and provide proof. Classes begin in September 1st. Yeah, imagine that. So that's just another snippet of what's taking place in the world around us. You're seeing many states going back. New Orleans restores the mask mandate, requires all employees to be vaccinated. 
amid a rise in COVID-19 cases due to the Delta variant, which is coming from the individuals that have been uh, vaccinated. Okay, that's what the real doctors are saying that haven't been bought out. New Orleans has required all city employees and contractors be vaccinated uh, and reinstated a city-wide mask mandate. Now, am I missing something here, folks? I mean, am I missing the real thing? Have you ever seen those pictures? They're, they're like a mind game picture, and it says, do you see an old maid or do you see a beautiful young woman? So it's like the same picture. We're all looking at the same picture, but people see two completely different things. I don't know how, unless it's the power of propaganda and social engineering inflicted by media and television and whatever it is that people watch or listen to. Maybe it's their friends that they run with. I don't know what it is. How you can have people that see two completely different realities and will fight for those realities evidently to the death. These people are unyielding here. And what is taking place, folks, has again further divided. So we got a divide that's not only based on race, okay, because God knows that racism is just freaking rampant in America. Bullshit, okay. Then we've got the Republican Democrat, you know, pro Trumpers versus uh, anti freaking uh, Sniffy Joe Squishy Pants the pedophile, you know. So we, we've got that divide. We've got the Republican-Democrat divide. Now we've got the freaking COVID-19 divide. What else is it that will divide us, folks? you got the atheists versus the Christians. you got, I mean, we are so divided. You will never patch this up. And so as the world, as I said, continues down this rabbit hole, okay, of collapse on many, many levels, including economic, the world is ripe for a savior to come on the stage and lift everybody up out of this catastrophic freaking meltdown. And that's what I'm expecting. I'm waiting for that one uh, knight in shining armor to come on the freaking global arena stage with all the answers, all the solutions, be able to perform great miracles and win over the hearts of most of the people in the world. I got this article shared to me from... Uh, Brother Rodney, and I hadn't read it, um, so we're going to read it together. Breaking CDC FDA faked COVID testing protocol by using human cells mixed with common cold virus fragments. PCR tests are merely detecting the common cold. Now, I've heard this before from other doctors that are willing to jeopardize their entire 35 and 40 year careers saying this exact same thing, including the individual that developed the testing protocols. Okay, the PCR test, the individual that created that said they are, they are uh, 97% flawed. Now, again, I'm not a medical professional. Whether that's true or not, I can only look at the world around me and see that everything I've been hearing is nothing but a lie. So I can only assume, lie to me once, lie to me twice, lie to me three times, you're a fucking liar. Okay, you're a liar. I don't believe a word you say. And so when I hear these people getting on here, pushing this, handing money out, so that you go get this jab. In a shocking revelation first reported by Dan Dix of the Press for Truth in Canada, which, yeah, an FDA document admits that the CDC and FDA conspired to fabricate a COVID-19 testing protocol using human cells combined with common cold virus fragments because they had no physical samples of the SARS-CoV-2 COVID virus available. Without physical reference material to use for calibration and confirmation, the test has zero scientific basis in physical reality. 
But yet, as I said, you watch, the FDA is going to approve this, and you're going to see a nationwide vaccination mandate, I believe, before the end of the year. And those that refuse to take it, well, we can only imagine what comes next. The FDA document available from the FDA Gov website is entitled CDC 2019 Novel Coronavirus Real-Time RT-PCR Diagnostic Panel. The document astonishingly admits, since no quantified virus isolates isolates of the 2019 NCOV-V were available for CDC use at the time the test was developed and this study conducted assays uh, designed for detection of the COVID were tested with characterized stocks of in vitro transcribed full-length RNA, okay? So in other words, the whole thing in the first place was just based on nothing but shit. So that's just one more. Republican-Democrats battle over new house mask mandate. You see how divided we're getting, folks? Knowing that this nation is never going to heal itself, one can only imagine what lies ahead for not only us, but our kids and our grandkids. This is the frightening part about this, okay? I'm 59 years old. So if you look at this, think about it. The government, which has already done what it needs to do and has proven it can do it as often as it wants, but the government could implement imminent domain and with martial law due to a declared state of emergency, okay, which is what uh, Wretched Witless used, okay, to implement her Nazi-like bullshit on the state of Michigan, okay, they could implement and declare a state of emergency, which would engage, and all of this all emanate from the Defense Pro uh, Production Act of 1950. I think I've got, let me see if I've got that up. Defense Production Act of 1950. Now, mind you, this was back during the Cold War. The Defense Production Act of 1950 is a United States federal law enacted on September 8, 1950 in response to the start of the Korean War. It was part of a broad civil defense and war mobilization effort in the context of the Cold War. Its implementing regulations, the defense priorities and allocation systems are located in 15 CFR uh, 700 to 700.93. Since 1950, the act has been reauthorized over 50 times. It has been periodically amended and remains in force, okay? So that being said, what we have are things like Executive Order 10998, okay? We also have Executive Order 12656, Executive Order 12919, Executive Order 13603, all based on the Defense Production Act of 1950. And basically what these are, folks, okay? Let me see if I can find this one thing that said it the best. Let's see if I can find this. Okay. The president has the power to seize property, organize and control the means of production, seek and seize commodities, Assign military forces abroad, call reserve forces amounting to two and a half million men to duty, institute martial law, seize and control all means of transportation, regulate all private enterprise, restrict travel, and in a plethora of particular ways control the lives of all Americans. 
most of these laws remain in a potential source of virtually unlimited power for a president should he choose to activate them. It is possible that some future president, meaning Sniffy Joe Squishy Pants the pedophile, okay, who obviously can't freaking maintain a cognitive thought for himself, okay, so he's at the will of the, the puppet masters. So it is possible that some future president could exercise this vast authority in an attempt to place the United States under authoritarian rule. While the danger of a dictatorship arising through legal means may seem remote to us, okay, recent history records Hitler seizing control through the use of the emergency powers provision, which I've read at great length in one of my live feeds, containing in it the laws of the Weimar Republic. And if anybody remembers, I went over the entire Weimar Republic uh, Act back probably about 9, 10 live feeds ago, maybe, maybe a little further. This is no different, folks. And as they continue to push this COVID-19 narrative upon the world, I am certain that all countries have something like this, okay? Something like the, the Executive Order 10998 and the rest of these I read off. Folks, it would take nothing at this point for them to take absolute control and shut down everything and put it all under the control of the government. This includes the seizing of anything you have in your home. They can take it all. So that's what it says. The president has the power to seize property, okay, any property, and control the means of production. Seize commodities, okay, we all know what commodities are, okay, Control and seize all means of transportation and regulate all private enterprise, including restricting travel. That's just a few of what's available to these people. So when it says that nobody can buy or sell lest he have the mark in his right hand or in his forehead, and you can look, there's so many others. I mean, you can look at the, the FEMA emergency executive orders. Okay, you can look at the Patriot Act. Look at all of these things, folks, that have chipped away at the fiber, at the foundational principles of our Bill of Rights and our Constitution. Look how vulnerable we are as people. And they will, I, I hear this all the time, that people say our military will never march against us. I'm going to tell you right now, I guarantee you that our military as a whole will march against the American people. Bank on it. That will happen. This is based on decades of studies done by the government. That is why they are getting rid of the last remaining remnants of patriots that exist in the military. And I've said this before, too. Okay, just because somebody's in the military today doesn't mean they're a patriot. Okay, so let's get that bullshit right out of the way right off the bat. Okay, very few people that go into the military do it because they're a patriot. They do it because they can't get another job. They do it because they want to seek more educational opportunities. They do it because for a plethora of reasons. Very few of which are because they are patriots. Okay, Most of the people going into the military today, if they haven't been bled out already, most of these people are smarmy, freaking socialist-loving little bastards. And I'm not saying there's not exemptions to that rule, folks. Okay, But don't overestimate the patriotic freaking heart of the military. Based on a FEMA 20-year study, they said, period, that less than 3% will refuse 
in all branches of the military, less than 3% will refuse to take orders to march on the American people. And I believe that to be true. So keep that in mind, folks. Like I said, communication, we need to be cautious in all our communications. We need to be very cautious. So as the economy continues to plummet, when I say that, okay, don't think for one second that things are getting better. And even if they are showing little snippets of getting better, okay, all of this is being fraudulently pumped up by the Federal Reserve. And they're going to continue to keep it propped up while your dollar is worth one and a half cents each, okay, in purchase power. Folks, I've said this before. These are the things. Food. You are not going to buy too much food. Shelf life. Always consider the, the longevity of food on the shelf. Freeze-dried food is absolutely the best, okay? You need to be stockpiling food. If you're running around more worried about vacations and shiny things, you're fucking doomed, okay? I'm here to tell you right now. There are a million things I could do. Folks, I live my life. I'm not living in fear. I'm not walking around with this bummer dark cloud hanging over me because I know all these things, okay? I'm going around. I'm enjoying my life. Life is a celebration, okay? I enjoy it. I spread love and cheer and kindness every place I possibly can, okay? I went out, spent a day with my mom yesterday visiting people. It is such a gift. What a gift to be able to just go from one place to another and, and embrace friends and loved ones and family and visit with these people and have real interaction with these individuals. No phones, no computers, no bullshit, okay? No television blaring, just people sitting around on a porch or wherever in the front yard, hanging out, having real human conversations, okay? But among all of those conversations, it always trickles in on what's going on in the world because people are desperately afraid, okay? We may not say we're afraid. We all have a certain amount of angst in our life right now, and how could you possibly not? Okay, I don't smoke marijuana. I don't drink alcohol. Okay, I have no buffer between me and reality. It's just me in the world, and that's it. Okay, and so we have to look at this realistically, folks. Okay, I am telling you to preserve your wealth however you choose to do that. I don't care if you do it in five-gallon buckets of Bic lighters. I don't care if you do it in five-gallon cans of gas. I don't care if you do it with cans of chicken noodle soup. I don't care if you do it with silver and gold or in bullets and guns. I don't care how you do it, folks, but I am telling you, make a conscious effort to preserve your wealth in one way, shape, or form. And if it was me, okay, and seeing how I'm the one sitting here giving you the advice, I would be investing in things that are going to help prolong your livelihood, your ability to conduct business. How many people, okay, we can all sit here and say what we're going to do and what we're not going to do, okay? We can all say, I'm not getting the fucking vaccination, okay? Nationwide mandate, the vaccination is implemented. Here you go. Everybody in the fucking country has to be vaccinated, okay? And so we're going to go, well, I'm not going to be vaccinated, Okay, well, then you're not allowed into the hospital, let's say. Let's just use that for a for instance. You're not allowed in the hospital. Okay, well, now your child is sick, okay, or breaks a leg or gets a blunt force trauma to the head, something, internal bleeding, who knows what, okay? You want to use the medical facilities? You're not vaccinated. 
Folks, don't think that they're not going to draw that hard fucking line. Look what they've done already for a fake fucking pandemic. Don't think they're not going to take it to the next level because they're going to. They're going to take it to the next level. That has been the plan from the beginning. To further divide, okay, demonize so that they can easily victimize and criminalize, okay? A second class level of citizenry in this nation. No travel, okay? What if you can't go in your bank? What if you can't go into schools? No education, which is fine by me. What about the grocery stores? What about all of these different things, folks? Look at it from that point of view. How many different things would it limit you from? What about you people that work for medical places or other companies that are going to say, if you're not vaccinated, you can no longer be gainfully employed here. Then what are you going to fucking do? Okay? Then what are you going to do? And I'm only speaking strictly to those people that just are going to go about their lives willy-nilly, okay? That, oh, life is just going to correct itself, okay? The ship is going to right itself. Folks, it is not going to fucking right itself, okay? It is impossible economically, spiritually, okay? It, it's impossible. The divide is too great. I challenge any of you, go out there and just try and reach across the aisle to anybody and have an intelligent conversation with a pro-vaxxer, okay, with a, a pro-sniffy uh, Joe squishy pants the pedophile, okay, just try and reach across, try and find some middle ground there. There is no fucking middle ground, okay, and it's being promoted by our supposed government, I say our government, it's not our government, it hasn't been for a long fucking time, okay, and it's being promoted by these so-called news outlets, which are not news outlets, okay? They continue to strip people off YouTube and Facebook to try and share any truth with us whatsoever. They got to resort to bit shoot in other places. Uh, my buddy, our brother Ryan on here, I think he got banned from frickin' uh, TikTok. Got banned from TikTok for 30 days. I've looked at TikTok. There's some vulgar, vile shit on TikTok. And what he said constitutes kicking him off TikTok for 30 days? you got to be fucking kidding me. I'll bet you if Pol Pot had a freaking, uh, they'd let him on, okay? Or any other communist freaking murderous son of a bitch, they'll let them on, okay? Anything anti-Christian, anything anti-white, anything anti-American, anti-flag, anti-patriotic, any of that shit flies. Look around, folks. There was a, what is a girl's... Baseball, league, something. They wouldn't even allow them to play the national anthem at this event in my fucking country. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Look around, folks. Nothing's going to fix this. Donald Trump 2024, hold out for that if you want, folks. If we still have a country left in 2024, number one, I'm going to be fucking amazed, okay? And I'm not a doomsdayer, okay? I'm not one of them doom and gloom people. I'm just telling you, it would take an absolute miracle or act of Congress, okay? <laughs> no pun intended. To turn this boat around. Tell me how that is going to happen. Donald Trump had the means, the, the capability to right that ship when he was in office. And he didn't do it. He could have he could have used the Wars Act, okay, for all this BLM Antifa shit that was going on across the nation. He could have squashed this shit, and he didn't. 
he knew there was massive election fraud taking place and could have done something about it while he was in office, and he didn't. Okay, the president has certain powers and authorities. Now, I'm not into a dictatorship. I'm all for the separation of government. But when you know there's a blatant overthrow of this nation, this constitutional republic, and you're the president of this fucking country, grow some fucking balls and do something about it. Make a gutsy move. I don't want to hear some fucking speech about how badass you are and all the cool fucking things you're going to do, like have frickin' uh, uh, Hillary Clinton arrested, which never fucking happened, okay? Hillary Clinton and the rest of these fucking pukes did whatever they wanted continually. The FBI, the CIA, and the rest of these shit fuck frickin' uh, alphabet organizations, criminal elements, all of them, anti-American people, these fucking foreigners have more rights than we do. These foreigners have more rights than our freaking ex-military, okay? Unbelievable. And we can't play the national anthem at a ball game? And so the crowd got up and sang the national anthem and said, piss on him, they should have drugged that son of a bitch out of that freaking office and beat his freaking ass for ever saying something so fucking stupid. Who makes rules like that? Who says this shit? And these smarmy little anorexic-looking bitches that frickin' kneel down at these frickin' soccer games, like, who gives a fucking shit you can kick a ball in a frickin' net? Who gives a shit? And that's your opportunity to take the podium and frickin' make a political statement? Fuck you, okay? You're a fucking sports person. Five years from now, nobody's gonna remember your fucking name. But yet, people are listening to these individuals. So I've been taking great joy in just sticking a, shoving a stick up the ass of these son of a bitches and putting these memes on frickin' Facebook. And then I don't even comment after that. You just put them on there and let their heads catch on fire. And I don't even know how many comments are on some of those. Probably hundreds, I don't know. But it's free entertainment to look at the... And they don't even have a sense of humor. Their, their memes even suck. They're not even intelligent enough to make a decent frickin' meme. But getting back to the preservation of your wealth, folks, okay? Silver is down right now, which is a beautiful thing. People always piss and moan. I can't, I never get it. I, I'm part of a coin collecting numismatic community and people, they call them stackers, you know, that stack silver and gold and all that. Okay, so I'm involved in these different communities that do these things. And they piss and moan because gold and silver prices go down. Folks, this isn't about uh, making money. This is about the preservation of wealth. Okay, gold and silver have never been worth zero. Okay, nor has food ever been worth zero. Okay, so you get my drift. Money is going to be worth zero as soon as they can implement electronic currency, as soon as they have the means to do that, they're going to do that, and the dollar is dead. Okay, so this isn't a short-term plan. This isn't about, okay, I'm just going to go buy some gold and silver and then I'm going to, you know, like Bitcoin, what a joke. Okay, I'm going to go make $100,000 by buying some gold and silver and in, in a month I'm going to freaking make $10,000 or whatever. That's not what it's about, folks. This is about stashing away, preserving your wealth so that it can't be stolen from you. Because when the money finally does collapse... Trust me when I say, and I've said this before, an ounce of silver in Venezuela right now will feed a family of four for, what they say, 38 days? You could buy a house in Venezuela for an ounce of gold. Think about that. So continue to prep. Continue to train. For those of you that are involved with the group, the next training session is 
August 21st and 22nd. Okay, I'll say it again, August 21st and 22nd. I will broadcast the place and time in the not-too-distant future. I strongly recommend that everybody participate. I know a lot of us think that when the hammer drops that we're all just going to all of a sudden become badasses. We're not, including me. I'm 59. I'm not in the best shape. I'm not in the worst shape, but I assure you I need training along with everybody else. Get out and hone your skills, folks. I'm going to head out on a couple-day camping trip here again here pretty soon and go out and test some of my new equipment, test my skills, try my bow fire again, see if I can do the... just practice. Dig a hole in the dirt, shit in that, and bathe in a river. Okay, that's what it's all about. But what I like to see most is I observe myself, how many injuries I get, how many cuts I get, how many burns I get, how many pieces of freaking shit I get in my eye, how many bug bites, okay? And so you can work on these things and hone your skills. Personally, I don't ever plan on bugging out, but let me tell you something. If it's burning to the ground, I'm not just going to lay there and die, okay? What's the next step? You got to go to plan B and you got to have a plan C. So anyway, folks, I appreciate all of you being here. I hope you learned something. Like I said, if you get bored, watch this Petrus Romanus. Read that. It is very interesting, very telling. And just one more prediction that we are definitely getting closer and closer to the end of at least an age, if nothing else. Things are getting pretty greasy out there, folks. Okay. And see if you can piss off some liberals out there. Share some memes. I put out eight, nine, ten of them, and I don't know what it is. Most of them be unnoticed, and then there's just that one that hits a button with these people, and it just lights them on fire. It is the funniest damn thing I've ever seen in my life. I love it. And it's free entertainment, okay? It costs nothing to piss off a liberal. And I hate using the word liberal. Actually, progressives, communist progressives, liberals. Liberals are cool. They're just like, do what you want to do. You do what you want to do. I'll do what I want to do, okay? That's really actually liberalism, okay? They just kind of stole that term. Now they've moved on to progressivism, which is actually socialism, which is actually fucking communism. Yeah. So anyway, do all of us a favor and piss off a progressive today. Do your part, okay? Glad all of you showed up. I appreciate it very much. Let me go back to the comments, see if I missed anybody, anything. Let's see. Oh, JR, you snuck in the bat. There you are, brother. Shannon, hi Shannon, I'm glad you're here. Brother Steve, always Rob Glock. Doesn't that just sound like a badass? Rob Glock, I'm Rob Glock. What's that say? They're just fucked up. Yeah, they are just fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll bet too. Yeah, it's funny. Tards, yeah, I like that. They're burning them in Canada and they will be here next last stance. Couldn't agree more, brother. Don't forget, August 5th, they're shutting down that section of, I think it's Highway 32 up toward Onaway. Seems like somebody said they're going to do something down toward Alpena, maybe, or something. But anyway, they're going to be practicing. They're shutting down a five-mile stretch, I believe, of M32 up toward Onaway to practice landing military aircraft on our public highways. Another interesting turn of events. I had mentioned that last week. But yeah, August 5th is the day. And who knows, folks? Um... Who knows? Brother Glenn Artris, so glad to know you are among the living. Haven't heard a word out of you. Love you, buddy. 
Binary on the new 473 gun form? Yeah, I know. I saw that. I filled out several of those over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Binary? Yeah. It's a new gender option, folks, on the new 4473 gun form. Yeah. Male, female, binary. You think they just put gender fluid. Gender fluid. I'm gender fluid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gender fluid. Sounds so... My kid come up told me he was gender fluid, or she was gender fluid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't go over very well. I think they put a list of the new pronouns on a box of children's cereal. They probably did, Kathy. If you could get a picture of that, next time I'm at the grocery store, I'm going to look for, like, rainbow cereal or something. I need to pay more attention to that because there probably is a new list of pronouns on a box of children's cereal. That, again, is exactly what I'm talking about when I talk about this social engineering propaganda shit. Okay. Let them try to vaccinate me. They better bring a body bag for themselves. That's what I said too, Greg. That's awesome because I said, don't send people you like. <laughs> I'd send people you don't like first to try and vaccinate me. That'd be the best way to go with that one. I don't want to participate in duty. Uh, no authority to force vax imagine. Military lands on August 5th. Yep, absolutely. The word skank, yeah, it needs to be used more often by all. I agree, Glenn. I, I love that word. I remember the last time I called somebody a dink. You have no idea how freaking refreshing it is to call somebody to their face and mean it you're a freaking dink i mean it just it's just like open hand slapping them you're a dink but skank is right up there with dink <laughs> yeah, the chemical chemical on the test causes cancer absolutely it does rob we know this shit uh what article jeff the one on covid no not that one i read the article though it was that last one you uh, told me about which i read it so that was a great article, by the way, and I'm going to read it more in, in depth, but I, I just try and run through this stuff to kind of give you the, a direction to go. Uh, I know a doctor that is giving up his practice because he refuses to mislead the people. Absolutely, there are a lot of medical professionals walking away from the trade. Think about that. Think about the mass exodus that's going to take place when they start saying you have to be vaccinated. And don't... There's going to be teachers even walking off the job. Think about the shortage of individuals in all walks of life that are going to take place when they start implementing this mandatory vaccination thing. Me? Do it. I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to be vaccinated. I'm going to continue to build these buildings right here in town. I do everything online with a credit card anyway, so it ain't like i got to see anybody. It's the only reason I still do business with Home Depot. They were like mask Nazis. They kept inviting me to come over there so they could meet me. And I said, trust me, if I come over there and you say one fucking word to me about a mask, we will no longer be doing business together. So let's just wait till this shit calms down and we'll meet then. So which worked out really good. They actually bought me lunch. It was nice. USDA claims white-tailed deer in Pennsylvania, New York State, Illinois, Michigan were found to have coronavirus pre-pandemic January 2020. Incredible stuff there, Rodney. You know, what that exactly means you know, the puzzle is so stinking fractured right now. Yeah, USDA claims what don't. Yep. Uh, that's why you see so many dead along the road from coronavirus. They're coming out to the roads looking for help. Yeah, actually, I think they're committing suicide. Yeah, it's deer suicide. Suicide rates are up in deer. Yeah, they're just running out in front of cars. Y'all better fear FEMA. Yeah. Yeah, fear them. I should fear any organization that starts with that. <laughs> I'm sure of it. I'm afraid of what I will become that time yeah trust me i get it glenn i know exactly what you're saying when you write that i really do told vaxxed to mask back up yeah yeah so anyway 
Let's see if I forgot Brother Dave DeNoyer. Love you, brother. Always good to have you along. You know that. Uh, I sure hope everyone will leave their job. I hope they do too, Rodney, and I pray that people are in a position where they can leave their jobs. What a freaking hell of a predicament to be put in, you know. You got a mortgage or a car payment or you got kids or you got whatever. Medical bills, who knows what, man. And then all of a sudden your job tells you, look, you get vaccinated or you can't work here anymore. Man, that is just an ugly, ugly possible reality that we're going to face. If we avoid that, I'm going to be absolutely amazed. So anyway, I love you guys. God bless each and every one of you. I appreciate all of you being here. As always, Johnny Bravo, got you over here on YouTube. Always a pleasure to have you, buddy. Brother David Whitliff, always a pleasure. You as well. I love you guys. When my mom was in the hospital for the first one, yeah. Plan B, gas on, plan <laughs> Yeah, plan on C. That ain't no joke. Yeah, and I lost that comment. That looked like a good comment. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're going to have value. I know. I know. I know. I get it. People are still out collecting coins and other collectibles as if they're going to have value. I know. For being in mint shape and yeah, blah, blah, blah. No, they won't. It's gold and silver, man. That's all it is. And, and that'll only be a small window of opportunity to... Uh, Use that in commerce, but regardless, I believe in redundancy. Have an opportunity to engage in any level of commerce, no matter what it is. Yep. And Dave, I wouldn't doubt that a bit. Trump is in on it. I've I've thought that. Like I said, I've always said that Trump was only a slower train to hell, and I've believed that for a long, long time. He had the ability when he didn't have Hillary Clinton arrested. I knew right then he was full of fucking shit. Okay. But again. His boat had the least amount of holes in it, so we'll jump in that one and float as long as we can, and we're going to continue to do that. I did the same thing with frickin' Bush. You know, the options are minimal. Home Depot today with Trevor City, and there was a couple walking, and there was a black cloth mask on. Oh, uh, yeah, cloth. Yeah, exactly. You can't help but laugh at these people. I laugh audibly so they know I'm freaking laughing at them, too. When are you fucking weirdos going to stop wearing them damn masks? I know. They, it's like, what they say, it's like trying to stop mosquitoes with a frickin' chain-link fence. And that's exactly it. Okay, you guys, I love yous. Appreciate you all being here. Have a great and blessed week. I always pray that our Heavenly Father blesses all of you, your homes, your families, you guys. I mean it. I mean that with all of my heart. I wish we had good churches or someplace we could convene and get together and, and have fellowship and, and share uh, our views and, and our, our like minds. Uh, but I guess this is going to have to do. God bless each and every one of you. Have a great week. Be safe. And uh, stay unvaccinated. See you guys next Sunday.